Welcome to the Divine and Worthy Podcast. A podcast capturing real conversation between two friends about all things spirituality, limiting beliefs, mindset, and emotional empowerment. We're your co-hosts, Melissa Kimberly. And I'm Tiffany Merriman. Join us in the journey to understanding your true self and allowing the space and grace to feel empowered and shine. Welcome back, everyone, to the Divine and Worthy Podcast. I'm Melissa Kimberly. I'm feeling a little froggy today, Tiffany. I'm a little Are froggy. you? Yeah, I am. <laughs> so pardon my voice. I'm here with my delightful co-host, Tiffany. Do you want to say hi, Tiffany? Hello and welcome. Excited to be here today. Yeah. Um, we have another guest, another guest with us today. We're really excited for her to share her story and talk about what she's here to share. I'm a big part, we what Tiffany and I feel and believe is that a big part of the spiritual and metaphysical arena is holistic living and clean living. Um, so we wanted to bring in someone that we feel is is an expert to talk about things. So Tiffany, do you want to introduce um, yes. our guest today? So uh, we have Chrissy Seibel here. She is a um, oil expert, um, a nutrition expert, and um, also lives on an organic dairy farm. So she is like in my world, the pinnacle of like <laughs> healthy living and like organic living and like clean everything. So um, I want to say that I've known you for probably over three or almost coming on to four years in October. And I have learned so much. And when we first started, it was all oils. So um, oils have been a huge part in your life, not the main part, but like a huge Mm -hmm. um, aspect in your life. And I am so grateful for all of your knowledge that you have shared with me, but also I'm super grateful to have you on today so that you can share um, kind of the one-on-ones on oils and um, everything that you have that that can um, help others. So, hey, Chrissy, can you say hi and kind of give a, a short introduction? Hi, I'm so glad to be here. Thanks for having me. Mm-hmm. Yes. Oh, that like intro made me tear up a little bit. (laughs) Thanks for that. Yeah. Everything that Tiffany just said, I am a former high school science teacher. So my background has always been in like understanding how and why things work. Mm. Uh, My husband and I own an organic farm. Actually, we're not dairy anymore. We sold our cows. Oh, really? Um, Yep. So now we're just beef and crops, which is plenty to keep us busy all year round. Um, so we live on an organic farm. We, I have been using essential oils for, I think seven years now, which is wild. Yeah. Cause my son turned eight this week. And so we started using them about seven years ago and then it's just been like compounding all the ways we've found to just make small shifts in our world to remove toxins, to live healthier, Um, I was recently certified as a nutritional therapy practitioner. I would like to say I was an expert in nutrition long before that, but now I have like the piece of paper to prove it. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. I would say that like you were, you were giving the information before like all of that. Yeah. Before you even went through it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I want to just, I want to stop you real quick. Cause one of the things I love that you just said that I want to like put an exclamation point behind is that you started making small shifts. A lot of times 
when we start down like a new journey to like clean up our eating, to clean up our lifestyle, to clean up um, the wellness within our household, if you will. Um, sometimes we have this like jump all in mindset and that oftentimes is overwhelming, which can ultimately make it difficult to sustain. So I love that you said small shifts um, just little things every day really, truly do snowball into something um, bigger that has a ultimately bigger impact on our health and on our lives. So, Absolutely. And I, crazy I was going to say, I have, I have a track record of like <laughs> going all in really big. And then mm. like, I remember when I told my husband, I was like, okay, so there's these like essential oils. And he was like, yeah, and they're going to sit on your shelf just like every other like scrapbook and every other thing that you decided you were going to like go all in on. Um, so yes, I totally get that. And with the health, it has to be those small steps because mm -hmm. it's so easy to get overwhelmed. But if we can make small shifts, mm -hmm. one commitment at a time, seven years later, we are a totally different family. Yeah. See, and the funny thing is, is like when, when she said that, I'm like, oh, you're the pinnacle of that. Because that is like, I've gone to, you do a lot of like um, teachings. Like we, we used to do them before COVID, like in Bloomer, like in, in a shop or at the, the brewery and we would get together. There'd be like 12 to 15 women that would just sit and, and do your, your workshops. Um, but all I can remember is only pick one thing. So what do you want to work on? Pick one thing, do that for 21 days and then move forward. So like the funny, like, I don't see you as this person of like, go all in. I see you as this person of like, we're going to pick it and we're going to do that. Cause that's just like your, it, it's like the staple of your teaching. So yeah. Yeah. I love the that. other, the other thing I want to like say along those lines too, is, um, there's so many different variations of living a clean lifestyle, living holistically. And so part of the advantage of taking it slow is one, you're kind of guaranteed. <clears throat> it helps ensure sustainability within yourself and your household. Two, it gives you an opportunity to explore what makes sense for you. Because for some people, for some people clean is I'm just going to be like exclusively vegan. And for other people, it's like, I'm going to make sure all my products and everything I consume is organic. Those Neither one of those is like the pinnacle of rightness. It's just what's right for you personally. So if you go like way down the rabbit hole on one thing, you're not allowing yourself opportunity to explore what's truly in alignment for, for us. And I have found in my own journeys that um, I was getting close to being on the right track and it just took me time to like figure out what the right, right track really was. And so, yeah, that's... <laughs> I love that. So sorry. Sorry to okay. interrupt and, and go down our there's first our little, hole. yeah, there's our first <laughs> rabbit hole. <laughs> I love a good tangent. I'm all for it. <laughs> yeah. So please continue. Yes. Yeah, so we, we, we've been slowly building this and um, I guess our real like shifting point in our world came when our daughter got sick. So she was five and she was diagnosed with ulcerative colitis, which is an autoimmune condition affecting the colon. Um, and that was <laughs> shocking to say the least. Mm -hmm. um, we were already on this path. We already had cleaned up a lot of the things in our world, um, but it was just like that push, like, okay, now we're all in. <laughs> like now yeah. we have no excuse. Um, we need to figure this out. And of course, 
She was really, really sick. We worked with all the best doctors. She took all the medicine they told us she needed to have. We did all the things. Um, but at the same time, we knew that that was not a long-term plan. Mm, like right. the doctors didn't know what happens when you put a five-year-old on these medications. And so it was a constant cycle of, we'll put her on this for a little bit. While we monitor her blood work every month, by the way, monthly blood work on a five-year-old, really fun. Oh, um, wow. And then, you know, in a year we'll change it because otherwise that'll have all these horrible side effects. And then a year later, we'll change it again. Um, and of course they were doing the best they could with the information they knew, but we just, we just knew. I knew it in my gut that we, there was another way that we could, we could tackle this. And so we went all in, we went all in on nutrition. We started working with a nutritional therapy practitioner, um, cleaned up our diet. And of course that even, we ate pretty well before that. And it took us time. It took us probably nine months to get from the point where we knew what we needed to do until we were actually doing it. Mm -hmm. um, we really went all in on our essential oils. We started using supplements with her that we hadn't used before. Um, and just really a hundred percent, what can we do to help her heal? And the amazing part was number one, she got better. She is yeah. now symptom-free medication-free, just a normal kid. But we all saw amazing shifts in our health. We didn't think we were unhealthy. And then <laughs> right. also, like, oh, this is what, this is what being a human being is supposed to feel like. Yeah. Like oh, I didn't even my. know I had symptoms until they were gone. I was like, oh, okay. I get it yeah. now. Yeah. We're living in this like world and we don't even know, like we start out life, not knowing, like, I don't think we've ever really been <laughs> because everything has, has some kind of chemical or oil or, or something that we're not supposed to have. Mm -hmm. yeah. Do you mind sharing Christine, like some of the symptoms that you didn't really realize were issues for you until they resolve themselves. Like, do you mind sharing what some of those things were? Um, it was a lot of digestive stuff. Like, yeah. I didn't know you weren't supposed to eat a meal and then like feel like gurgly. Like, I don't even know how to describe. Mm, yeah. Like, yeah, just uncomfortable after every meal. Like, I thought that was just the way it was, and all of a sudden, I was like, oh, I can like eat a meal and feel fine and move on. <laughs> right. um, my mental health took a like serious we'll, we'll call it a plateau because it used to be a lot of like sure up, up and, and down. down yeah um and that's still still something I struggle with it's never gonna go away but having tools to deal with it it was yeah. like okay I I can do this um just mental clarity brain yeah. fog brain energy. fog is one that I've noticed is like the like the, the, the brain frog fog stuff and bloating for me Mm -hmm. those were the ones where I was like oh and there were some foods like vegetables that I would eat that I was like oh these just make me like really like bloated and like just feel that like gurgly and then when I cleaned up my eating I was like oh it wasn't these vegetables it was all the other junk that I was eating <laughs> that was like do you know what I mean that was like making me have adverse reactions to to it's like some vegetables and fiber and stuff like that so yeah Absolutely. Yeah. And I, I think most people don't know how good they can feel. Yeah. Right. I, I truly believe that. And I, I mean, I'm on that, that path right now too, like just trying to figure it out. And um, like, even 
like I watch my kids and when they're having the little sugary things and okay, then we have tummy aches or we're going to the bathroom quick or um, yeah. So like just, oh, and I, so I guess your kids were younger. So when you did this, so was the switch Well, and your daughter had to, and your son probably doesn't know a different life, does he? Mm, right. right. Being one. It's like where I'm looking at is like changing and they already know this like crappy eating lifestyle that we don't want this or I'm not going to eat or like I have that picky eater too. So yeah, I'm in the struggle of trying to make it good for them, but also not a, a fight every single day. <laughs> and my kids are getting older now too. So they, they now are aware that there are other things in the world. <laughs> um, and so it's a constant balance of like not depriving them of things because right. Then, I mean, my daughter went to a birthday party last week and came home just like not feeling great. I was like, well, what did you eat? And she was like, well, three juice boxes and two boxes of candy. And like, yep. Like, and now here are the consequences. So the goal is over time that she will finally make the choice of like, oh, I'm going to choose not to eat that. Right. Not because I can't, but because I know how I'll feel later. that's exactly what I was like but she has the option to do it now whereas before like it was it wasn't even an option right so absolutely yeah um what I love about what you just shared is as a almost 45 year old adult the amount of um mental head trash and work I've had to do to undo the these foods are bad these foods are good I'm bad if I eat this I'm good if I eat this whereas what you're teaching them is like this is the way we eat you ate these things, you don't feel great. Could you eat them in more moderation instead of three juice boxes and two boxes of candy, maybe you have one juice box and one box of candy or just eat an either or type situation. So it's helping like not in, um, instill some of the, that programming for lack of a better way of saying it that we have because we really don't recognize how ingrained the food marketing is I like have someone that I'm Facebook friends with um that I knew from like years ago and they have they as a family eat really super super clean and they have um I think he's like five or six like a a kiddo and um every year on his birthday when she posts pictures his birthday cake is like fruit it's like she takes like a watermelon and makes this fruit birthday cake and the first time I saw it I was like oh the poor that poor kid doesn't get a real birthday cake and then I was like wow <laughs> but you know because we are we're just taught you get this like big sugary like thing and um why does it have to be that way also like how does that again make us feel how does that impact our behavior we really don't realize how much um marketing really impacts our understanding of food our beliefs and values around food um and then how that impacts our mental well-being ultimately Absolutely. There's so much like guilt, even like Mm self-worth tied into food. Yeah. Um, And so it's taken a lot of self like reprogramming for myself. Like there are not good foods and bad foods. There are foods. Yeah. (laughs) Right. And we can, we have to make the choices that work best for us. And like my kids know, like 
okay, eat, eat the thing. That's fine. But there's reasons why we talk about, we talk about like, well, this is the reason why we're not going to eat this on a regular basis. Yeah. 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 Okay. Well, I think I would, I would actually love to have this be a topic for another time too, because it's so, <laughs> right? it's so it good. Like this wasn't our plan to go down this, this, um, this place, but I'm so glad we did because it's, it, it affects everybody. Like this is a topic that affects everybody. Um, so now kind of like bringing it back onto what we were, what we were planning on talking about is yeah. oils and how, um, oils can be introduced into your, your family. Um, I know like when I saw you, I was like, I want to do this, but I don't know, like, how to use them and I don't really know what to do and there's a lot of them and when do I use what and what you gave me or like started me out was on just like the starter pack the easy peasy like you really can't mess up even if you use it for the wrong thing it's still going to have a side benefit for you so you might get your like think first thing but it'll help you on something else so you want to like kind of um dive into that a little bit because I it was a game changer when I met you back in like 2018 and I got this starter pack so yeah that's the beautiful thing about essential oils is there's not like you can't really mess it up like it's not a science experiment nothing's gonna blow up nobody's gonna I mean as long as we use a little bit of common sense every every, it's gonna be fine like you can't Mm -hmm. do it wrong And so I think the real key for using something like essential oils is having someone that you can ask your questions to because they, they are potent. They are strong. They are extracts from plants, but they're nothing to be afraid of. You encounter essential oils every single day. Like if you've smelled a rose, you're smelling the essential oil of that Mm -hmm. flower. If you've brushed your Mm -hmm. teeth or used like peppermint extract, you're, ingesting peppermint essential oil or whatever kind of mint is in your toothpaste. Um, So we're encountering essential oils on a daily basis. When we look at like a bottle of essential oils, it's just been concentrated. It's just, here it is straight up. And yes, if you like downed an entire bottle of essential oil, there could be some consequences to that. (laughs) Stomach might not feel great, but a great kind of analogy to think about, I always have my peppermint handy here. One drop of peppermint oil is the same potency as 28 cups of peppermint tea. Mm. So no one's going to sit down and drink 28 cups of peppermint tea. Sure. You really right. don't need more than a drop of essential oil at a given time. And so there's a lot of safety things that we can do. You know, when we use essential oils, a lot of times we dilute them. We don't put them directly on our skin. Um, we use some sort of carrier oil, like a coconut oil or an almond oil that we can dilute it with. Therefore Mm -hmm. it spreads more. We get a little bit less oil on any part of our skin. It helps with any skin sensitivities and it also makes more cost effective. So as long as we use that little bit of common sense, a little bit (laughs) up front, like there's no concern as long as there's not like a straight up allergy um right something mm-hmm. yeah I um so it was like hard for me to grasp the concept of like the carrier oil and 
so carrier oil can be anything. It could be your lotion, like just putting it in lotion and <clears throat> or in um, like you were saying, like coconut oil. They have what's called. Oh, now I'm going to forget. What's it called? Fractionated coconut <laughs> yeah, oil. Yeah, fractionated coconut oil. So it stays in a liquid form um, <clears throat> even when it gets cool or colder. So like you can you can use different types of uh, carrier oil. Um, but it, it you're there's a lot of options. So just knowing there's a lot of options for what a carrier oil can look like and what you want it to be used for. Yep, we use fractionated coconut oil for basically everything. And it it allows the oil to work more effectively because then the oil stays on your skin longer. Mm. So it gives it more time to absorb into your skin without evaporating. Um, but that's that's one of our ways that we use oils the most is putting them topically on our skin. It's super easy for kids. Um, the, what we like to do is mix up a little rollerball bottle. Mm -hmm. So you can buy these, I mean, Amazon, any health food store. And the great thing when you use these is you're only using like maybe for an adult, like 30 to 40 drops of essential oil. You're only filling it up part of the way. Sure. And the rest of it is coconut oil. So, so now you're, they're not seeing you. So you're using right. a, um, like a, it's a, called a roller ball. It's a long skinny, um, like circular. Tube. Yeah. Tube. And you can take the top off. It has a roller on the top and you take the top off and then you just put in the oils inside this roller ball and then fill up the rest with the fractionated coconut oil. And ta-da, you have a roller stick for yourself. Yep. And that's how you would, yep. That's how exactly. you would use it. For kids, maybe five to 10 drops total. And then- And these are 10, 10 mil bottles that we're talking about, right? Yep, 10 milliliter roller ball bottle. Yep. Um, again, you can get them lots of places. And my kids can just grab one and roll it on their own feet. Like, I don't, I'm not worried about them overindulging or like drinking yeah. it. Yeah. Like, they can't. It's safe. It's effective. It's just an easy way to incorporate them into our kids' routine. And when we started using essential oils, one of the first things we saw right away was a drastic improvement in our immunity. Mm -hmm. um, and again, when I say drastic, it's not going to be like, oh, today we're sick, tomorrow we're healthy. Um, mm -hmm. Immunity is, right. we got to play the long game, right? Yep. Our red blood cells rejuvenate themselves about every 90 days. And so when we're looking at building up immunity, it is a, it is a process. It takes 90 days to really get our blood cells strong to the point where they can work to fight off infection. And like, we can't stop after 90 days because those red blood cells are constantly right. turning over. And obviously immunity, there are so many variables that yeah. play into mm -hmm. it. We can go back to our food conversation. What are we yeah. eating? What are, what's in our environment? But we found when we started using essential oils, like it just, it made such a difference. We went from, I was teaching high school and I had two kids in a daycare center. And so you can imagine, like I was bringing it home to them. They were bringing it home to me. We were just, we were sick all the time. Yep. Yeah. Um, yep. And we went the very next year, it was no sick days. I shouldn't say we probably didn't. We probably took some like maybe mental health days. I'm a big proponent of like resting when you need to rest. Yep. but we, we weren't down and out. And that's not to say we never get sick. We absolutely do. 
but we find it like knocks us out a little less. The severity is less, the longevity (laughs) is less. We just seem to get through things a little bit easier. And so using essential oils is a big key of that. Things like frankincense are amazing for immunity, lemon, tea tree. um, There's so many oils that you can use. And I would highly suggest some sort of reference. Um, my personal favorite is a book called the essential life. I know not everybody needs essential life. It's like, it's like a textbook, Um, but it's a Bible for all essential oils. And it's not, um, it doesn't go along with just one oil company. Like you can use it in any oil company. So it's not like you're going to like pick an oil company and then that's going to be your Bible. It gives you information so you could go anywhere you want. Um, And it goes through each and every oil, benefits of it, why you might use it. Um, It has everything in that book. Like I I, I just, I, I think I spent months just being like, okay, let's absorb it. <laughs> yeah. Even now what? I'll open it up and be like, oh, I didn't know that. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I, one of the things you just said with being able to look at other essential oil companies using one reference, like frankincense, just about every essential oil company is going to have frankincense it's across the board. However, it's really important when it comes to using essential oils that you do know and do some research on the essential oil company that you are purchasing from. Mm-hmm. Not all oils are created equal, right? Just like right. not all food is created equal. Going to McDonald's right. and getting a hamburger is very different than coming mm-hmm. to our farm and getting like farm fresh, grass-fed organic beef. It, it's not the same. Sure. And so yeah. essential oils work the same way. Like you can go to Walmart, Best Buy, Bath and Body Works, right? everyone has essential oils right now. You can go and grab a bottle of frankincense oil for $5 but you absolutely do not know what you're getting. Like the essential oil industry is not regulated. The FDA does not regulate. And so it can say 100% pure on that bottle. And it could be like 2% essential oil. And the rest of it could be carrier oil or something that's synthetically created in a lab to smell right. Mm. But just because it smells like frankincense doesn't mean it's going to have the like cell protecting properties that frankincense oil has. So it's really important that you dive into the essential oil company that you are purchasing from, that you know that there's some transparency around where are they sourcing their oils? How are they sourcing their oils? Is it sustainable? Are they taking care of the farmers who are growing those crops that, I mean, frankincense comes from a tree um, in like Somaliland how are they taking care of those trees? Um, So there's a lot that goes into that. And also how are they bottling it? How are they testing it? Um, Making sure that they're running all the tests to make sure that there aren't contaminants, there aren't pesticides and herbicides and um, synthetic components to that oil, because you want to make sure if you're putting it on your body, everything we've already talked about so far today, um, if you're putting it on your body, it's going in your body. And so you want to make sure that you are getting something that is pure that you can trust. So find an essential oil company that you trust um, that's providing you those test results and making sure that you know you're getting a good quality product. Yeah. Yeah. You mentioned one of those things that you like have said before too, that kind of like 
I, I think it, it made sense, but it blew my mind in the same aspect is when you put something on your skin, it is in your bloodstream in 20 seconds. So yeah. like, just think of that, like anything, our lotions, like, like I think about this every time because I always spill when I am putting gas into my lawnmower. I am every single time and I'm like, okay, how fast can I get into my house before like 20 seconds happens so I can wipe this off so I do not have gasoline like going into my bloodstream. Um, but yeah, just kind of I, that's side, but it's something that really stuck with me. So 20 seconds, you put something on your skin, it is now in your bloodstream. So yeah, just interesting facts there. Yeah. And it depends on like molecule size and all of that. Essential oils absorb really quickly, which is why they're so beneficial to our health. They can work really quickly in our bloodstream. Um, but it is, it works the other way too. The things we don't want in our bloodstream. Right. This is why it's yeah. so important that you look at the lotions you're using, the personal care, the makeup you're using and really diving into where are these products coming from? What kind of ingredients are they using? Is this something that I want? in my body. Mm -hmm. You mentioned that oils is something that is not regulated in the United States by the FDA, but are there other standards that are like common for um, either essential oils or um, clean products that um, people can look for? Or is it really just um, doing your research and making sure you understand um, the company and everything? I think doing your own research, unfortunately, <clears throat> so much of that falls on us as the consumer. Yeah. Like, I wish it wasn't the way that it is. Um, you know, when it comes to other personal care products, there's some really great apps out there that you can use, whether it's, you know, makeup, lotion, cleaning products. There's some great apps. I really like the, it's called Think Dirty, Think Dirty mm -hmm. Shop Clean. Um, is one of my favorite apps. It has a barcode scanner. You can literally walk around your house, scan your hand soap, scan your dish soap, scan your makeup, and it'll tell you how, what kind of ingredients are in that product. Yeah. And kind of like put them on, is it a good medium or high like chemical ratio? Yeah. yeah. When you yep. told me about that, I went through my whole entire house. <laughs> and this is going to be another one of those places where it's like, okay, small shifts. I would yeah. really mm -hmm. encourage you not going through your, your entire house, scanning every <laughs> single product. Never fails. Every time I do this, somebody like sends me a text with a picture of their box of stuff they're getting rid of. <laughs> which is like I, awesome. see, I use it until it's gone. Cause obviously yes. like I've been using it for this long. Like let's finish this bottle. And then I might just go out and buy something. Absolutely. Absolutely. That's how we should be using it is when it's time to repurchase something, is that thing worth repurchasing? Now, again, mm -hmm. maybe you want to walk through your house and get rid of all of it, except now you don't have anything. And now that overwhelm kicks back in. Yeah. So small shifts over time. Now, when it comes to essential oils, a lot of those, because not all essential oils are created equally, essential oils are going to be like a dock on a lot of those apps because they, you don't know where those essential oils are coming from. And sure. so in general, they don't love essential oils because they're unreliable, because sure. there's not something. Um, a certified organic is going to be a good like stamp of approval. Sure. Not, maybe not stamp of approval, but like that's a good like baseline. Like, yep. Are we making sure there's at least not a ton of chemicals in this? But I will say in terms of essential oils, I already mentioned frankincense is sourced. Um, 
it, it comes from a tree in the Middle East. The Middle East does not have the same USDA organic yeah. seal certified like standards that the United States does. And the cost for farmers in the Middle East to get certified organic, mm-hmm. like it's just, so when it comes to essential oils, you will see certified organic essential oils sometimes, but also that's not your only sure. thing. Like what's more important is what kind of testing is being done? Sure. And are those results being shared with you as a consumer? The oils that I use in my house are not certified organic but they check every single box. They're beyond organic in terms of their standards. They don't have that seal on them because of the way they're sourced. It's just not feasible for every single country to have an organic certification. Also, I was going to, well, kind of to that point, I was going to say, but is the United States even the pinnacle of clean, healthy, all that stuff? I, um, I was part (laughs) of a company that, um, like a few years ago, that has like clean organic like healthcare skincare products and stuff like that and they go by the UK standards because the United States looks very different over there than it does here. So that's the other thing too absolutely yeah. um mm-hmm. I had a question and now it's like left me yeah <laughs> um Maybe could we talk about like different ways you can use oil? So like, mm-hmm. I know that you've talked about like, oh, you can use it for headaches and you can use it for like, if you have an upset stomach, I've been to Tiffany, she uses it for hand soap. Like, so, you know, like, what are all the things? How can we use it? Best ways to use it? That sort of thing. Okay. Let's do a quick little rundown. So whether you've been using essential oils forever or you are brand new to them, we'll make sure that everybody kind of has a little bit of baseline knowledge. So when it comes to essential oils, there are three ways you can use them. You can use them topically, which we already talked about, diluting them with fractionated coconut oil or some lotion, putting them on your skin. That's gonna help with like aches and pains. So it can help topically, but also it's gonna absorb into your bloodstream and support your immunity, support your digestion, whatever you have going on. The second way we can use them is aromatically. And that means we're just going to breathe them in. This could look like breathing them in right from the bottle. We already mentioned Mm -hmm. peppermint. If you struggle with like motion sickness, nausea, any sort of like upset stomach, just breathing peppermint oil right from the bottle can curb that feeling, help Mm. calm your stomach. So it could be that simple, or it could look like using a diffuser. Diffusers are just a simple way to put essential oils into the air. They typically use water. They are super simple to use. Fill it with water, add four or five drops of essential oil, turn it on, and it's a way to have that scent throughout your entire home. This could be a great replacement for candles. Mm -hmm. Candles are not, and nobody wants to hear this, candles are not a great choice. They're pretty toxic. The ingredients that are typically used in candles, there are better options out there. Um, Air fresheners. Can I share a quick candle story to kind of prove your point? (laughs) I had received just a small one wick candle, maybe three inch tall jar, two inch diameter jar. And I burned it and it didn't take very long to like burn through it. Like I, you know, if I, especially like I tend to burn candles more like in the winter. And so I noticed about a week or so later, like there was like all this like black soot 
everywhere. I live in a two bedroom apartment. It's like, I don't know, a thousand square feet. My kid's bedroom door, because they're not with me the, all the time, is generally shut. If they're not here, I just have the door shut, then I don't have to heat and cool their room, blah, blah, blah. Um, it was in their room. Everywhere was this black soot. And I was like, what is this? And it was from burning that apparently very low quality candle. Like everywhere, you guys. Like places where I was like, how did this get <laughs> everywhere? Like... I moved things like on the shelf in my closet and it's like sooty, like behind from this wow. little teeny tiny candle. Yes. It was. Yeah. Like wash all the blinds, like shower, like, cause it's a newer apartment. So a lot of like the colors and the trims are like white and stuff like that. Yeah. It was everywhere, everywhere. I probably burned it for like three days before it was gone. And I still find evidence of that stupid candle being used. <laughs> Yeah. So that to like yeah. totally prove that point. Yeah. Yeah. And then and, like, what was that doing to me? Like, right. 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 Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yep. So it's such a simple way to like still have your home smell great. It's actually more cost effective than like the high, you know, the Yankee candles, the like yeah. nicer brands. And again, we're not experiencing any of those negative side effects that can come along with the synthetic fragrances, the soot, the, all of that, mm -hmm. there are no side effects to essential oils. Um, but, but there are, there are benefits. <laughs> yeah, there are benefits. <laughs> so, I mean, diffusing an oil like peppermint can be energizing. It can wake you up. It can help with focus and concentration. So we love to diffuse it like in the afternoons when my kids are having homework time, or even in the morning when we're like getting up and moving and need a little extra boost. Diffusing peppermint is a great one for that. Um, citrus oils are uplifting mm -hmm. and like they just support a he happy, healthy mood. Sure. Um, there's oils that can help with like killing airborne pathogens. So when it comes to like wanting to like, you know, keep the sickness at bay, sure. um, it's using essential oils can help sanitize the air, sanitize surfaces. There's so many things that can happen there. Yeah. So, so you're uh, okay. I'm, I'm just going to sneak in because I just love this part so much. It's like the one thing I will not. Well, one of the one things that I share with everybody is when I went to your classes and when you come to the house, like you had us put one drop of peppermint oil and you, how you were saying like citrus can be uplifting too. You had us put one drop of wild orange in our hands and like rub it together and take and smell it off of our hands. It is like, I don't drink coffee, but I bet you that's what people feel like when they drink coffee. It is, it, it opens up your, like your nose, your sinuses, your eyes see better. <laughs> like you feel good. You have so much more energy and you're like, okay, I'm ready to go. And I just like, take that in all the time because it's it's the easiest um benefit like that I can do for myself especially like in the morning when I'm like dragging take a few like two two drops of an oil or two drops and I can just feel so much better mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. absolutely Yes. And I challenge anyone who says like essential oils don't work. They don't do anything. They just like smell nice. 
find good quality peppermint oil, drop a peppermint oil in your hands, cup it over your nose, couple deep breaths, and then tell me that it doesn't you do don't notice. anything. You will <laughs> notice. Yep. Um, so when we're talking about how to use essential oils, we talked about topically, we talked about aromatically. You can also, when you have a good quality essential oil, you can also use them internally. This is a little bit more controversial. Some people are super against it. Um, personally, I use oils internally every single day, all day. Um, and think about if we grab like lemon, if you've ever like zested a lemon and put it in muffins or something like that, mm -hmm. that's where essential oils come from. They come from the rind of the fruit. It's not the like juice itself. It comes from the rind. It's cold pressed. And so if you've ever eaten lemon zest, you've ingested lemon essential oil. Sure. It's mm -hmm. just keeping in mind that you only need a little bit of it. And you want to make sure that the brand you're using is pure essential oil that has nothing else added. Sure. When we use them internally, I like to take a drop of my lemon. I add it to my water bottle. Just make sure you're drinking out of glass or stainless steel, not out of plastic. Essential oils mm -hmm. will actually break the plastic down, um, which then puts the plastic in your water and you end up drinking it. So glass or stainless steel, you can put them in little capsules. You can get empty little veggie caps at any health food store. You could put them in a capsule and swallow them. Sometimes depending on the essential oil, I'll just put a drop directly under my tongue. Maybe make sure I wouldn't do that with like an oregano oil that's gonna burn, mm -hmm. but frankincense oil, I'll do a drop of that underneath my tongue, helps with cellular health and all the things. Um, so those are the three ways that you can use essential oils. Now, when mm -hmm. it comes to using them, we've talked about peppermint a couple different times. Oils are really versatile. So one essential oil can do a lot of different things in your home. This is why, like Tiffany said, she started with 10 oils. Yes, there's hundreds yep. and hundreds of different oils out there. 90% of the time, I reach for probably 10 to 12 different oils. Because each oil can do so many different things, you can tackle most things with sure, those sure. 10 to 12 oils. So for example, peppermint, we talked about, it's going to help with energy. It's going to help with focus, but it also can help alleviate head tension. So mm -hmm. if you're struggling with headache, you could dilute a little bit, put it on your temples, put it on the back of your neck. You could even put a drop of peppermint on your thumb and press it to the roof of your mouth. There's a physical oh. aspect of pressing into the roof of your mouth that helps with head tension. But also the peppermint helps as well. Uh, peppermint can also help lower an elevated body temperature. So whether it's from like a sunburn, whether it's from a hot flash, whether it's from some sort of sickness that your kids are fighting off, peppermint, a little bit of diluted peppermint down the spine can help naturally lower that body temperature. Mm -hmm. So we have one oil that can do so many different things. It's definitely one you want to have in your arsenal. So that when these things pop up, you have a tool at your fingertips. And that was when we first started essential using essential oils. It was like the missing piece. Like we had the food, we had already like changed over a lot of our cleaning products, but we still were at the point of like, what happens when we get sick? What happens when somebody gets a headache? What happens when somebody gets a fever? Like, I didn't know there was an option other than going to the drugstore and like, 
going through those piles of different Mm -hmm. things and trying to choose the best option. Now we have these natural solutions at our fingertips that we can reach for. And you know what? 90% of the time they work, they don't work every time. These are not a replacement for like medical care. They're a first line of defense. And when they don't work, then that's what we have doctors for. Sure. Right. Um, one of the th- questions I have as you t- as you're talking about this is, let's say I've never used essential oils before. I don't really live a really clean lifestyle, so just eat whatever, right? And maybe I'm on some medications, and some of them I've been on long term. If I start to introduce oils, we'll just use peppermint, right? <clears throat> if we if, if I am just being introduced and don't live really clean, healthy life, but on medications, don't eat great. Um, does it take, a, does it have the same effect as somebody who, if I start using oils, like I'm going to use peppermint to help with my head tension. Does it still have the same effect as somebody who is living a cleaner lifestyle? Does that make sense? Like, yes. does it take, do, is there a degree of detoxing our body that needs to happen before it ha- has the same effect? Will, will I feel it differently? No. Okay. And this is the beautiful thing about essential oils, which I've maybe said like three times already, <laughs> is they work for everyone. This is a really great first step. If you're like, I want to make a shift, but like cleaning up my food feels overwhelming. Cleaning, cleaning up other things feels overwhelming. This isn't a like, oh, let's get rid of something. Because mm-hmm. getting rid of things is hard. Like getting rid of the food I've always eaten or getting rid of the mascara I've already always used or the shampoo I've already used, whatever. Getting rid of things is hard. I get that. And that's why we're talking about making these small shifts. This is a small shift that you can like add. It's not, we're not taking anything away. We're just adding something new. And you know what? If the peppermint doesn't work, give it a couple tries. You can use it there's no like, oh, you use it once. Now wait four to six hours before you can use it again. Like use it. If you feel like it wasn't quite enough, use it again. Mm. All within common sense, right? Sure. But if you need to use it every 20 minutes until you feel some relief, go ahead and do that, you know, mm-hmm. within reason. Um, but it's going to work for everyone. And this is a great first step to be like, oh, I used less of my over-the-counter pain reliever yeah. this month than last month. Yeah. It's going to help making those small shifts toward a healthier lifestyle without having to take away anything else. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, great. I was, it was just like something I was like thinking about is like, does that impact anything? And it, it didn't feel like it would, but just a question. Yeah. 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 Nope. They work for, for everybody. And it, I will also say, that the same essential oil is not necessarily going to work for everyone all the time. Like Mm. we are all biochemically different. So just like the same medication doesn't work for everyone all the time, right? If that was true, there would be one pain reliever on the shelf, not 42. And so different things work for different people. So if peppermint doesn't work for you, then there's other options. There's other options for every single thing that we talked about peppermint can do. There's something else you can try instead. Peppermint's a great start, but let's go back to the idea of I have a headache, what can I do? Maybe peppermint isn't cutting it. Another favorite is frankincense. We already talked about the sourcing of frankincense, how it works. 
frankincense, same thing on your thumb, press the roof of your mouth. Maybe it doesn't taste the best, but mm -hmm. it works really well, especially if you have those chronic um, headaches that like maybe cause some vision issues. Those ones tend to respond really well to frankincense, frankincense on your temples, the back of your neck. Having multiple tools in your toolbox is going to give you some options, but don't get frustrated if the first thing you try isn't it. Sure. Mm -hmm. Just like if you took a medication and it didn't work the way you wanted it to, you're not going to like swear off all medications. Sure. You're going to go back to your doctor yeah. and say, this didn't work the way I wanted it to. What can we do? Maybe it's an increase in dosage. Maybe it's a change in prescription, but you're going to troubleshoot that. And that's why it's helpful to have a person to help you troubleshoot it even when it comes to essential oils. So, you know, well, what should I try next? If this didn't work quite the way I wanted it to. Sure. sure. Right. Yep. So in addition to head tension, frankincense is amazing for your skin. I love to add a drop of frankincense into my lotion and I do it all over my face morning and night. It is helpful for like fine lines and wrinkles. It's helpful mm -hmm. for dark spots. Um, I'm a little bit sunburned because we just came off of three days in the Dells, but um, I've struggled with like sun, dark spots across my forehead, you know, child of the eighties. We didn't really do sunscreen <laughs> back then. So, um, and I've tried before I realized what was in all of these products, I've tried just about every product out there to try to minimize these like dark spots, started using frankincense in my lotion, all over my face, and they, they're gone. Sure. And I have multiple people who have found the same thing. So whether it's scars, wrinkles, dark spots, aging, frankincense can help tighten and tone. Yes. Brighten skin. And frankincense is one of the gentle, um, oils. So they're not, it's not hot. You don't have to really worry about like the oil, like you can use it not diluted and you can, you can just like use frankincense. It's well, it's like, even like one of the three, like myrrh oil or frankincense and, you know, um, can't think of the other one, but you know, um, it, it's, it's a holy oil. So absolutely. It's, yeah. It's a good, it's a, if like what you always told me is like, if you don't know what to do, frankincense will probably help. Absolutely. So, frankincense yep. is the like, when in doubt, use frankincense oil. It that is, was going to be one of my questions. Is there a one size fits all, if you will, <laughs> oil? Um, there's like a five sizes fits all. Like, sure. <laughs> I, I think you definitely, you definitely want more than one oil on hand because they are doing a little bit of different things. Um, you know, peppermint's probably not going to help your skin so much you know, then we're going to reach for like a lavender or a tea tree or something like that. Sure. But if you have five to 10 oils on hand, you are really set up to deal with 90% of the things that are going to pop up on a daily basis. Sure. So mm -hmm. peppermint and frankincense are definitely part of that, like core, these oils yeah. are ones you're going to want on hand to pop for when things pop up. Another yeah. oil that's really helpful to have on hand is lavender. And this is the one we've all everybody's heard of lavender, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. This was the first oil that I smelled. And I was like, that's not what I thought lavender smelled like, because mm -hmm. we're so used to the like, quote, bath and body works version yeah. of lavender. 
that's not, it's not actually lavender. It's a synthetic version that kind of smells the same, but they actually I think it's called lavalin. They actually, it's not lavender. Mm-hmm. And so I thought I didn't like lavender until I smelled real lavender. And I was like, oh, okay, I can do that. Yeah. So we know lavender is great for sleep, right? They talk about it all the time. Yes. You'll see it on all sorts of commercials. Lavender is great for sleep and it is, and you can use it all three ways we talked about. You could dilute it, put it on your skin, put it behind your neck, bottoms of your feet. You could also diffuse it. You could even take it internally to help calm your nervous system, to help you relax so that you can fall asleep. The Omega um, supplement that I take has lavender in it to one, help kind of offset for an Omega. It's like a, actually it does not really have a terrible fishy but it has lavender in it to help offset set that. And knowing what where I get this product from, the whole lavender helping with your nervous system totally makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. But, you know, at the same time, it's going to help you, like you're saying, not only when you want to go to sleep, but it's also going to help you during the day. Really can help curb those anxious feelings throughout the day, help you manage stress better. Your body is smart. You're not going to take lavender at two o'clock in the afternoon and your body's going to be like, well, I guess it's time for bed. Your body knows Mm -hmm. what to do with that. So it's going to help calm you down um, regardless of what time it is, whether you're getting ready for bed or if it's in the middle of the day. It's also really calming for your skin. So bug bites, um, burns, any sort of skin irritation lavender is going to help you like calm that skin sure yeah yeah and and you know like it's so crazy because you think of these being like oh well you have like that one thing but they they have so many things you can use them and they seem so easy it just seems easy um and and so basic and it is like it is and you think you need like oh I need all these like other ones you don't it's literally like this 10 pack is if you can get that you're yeah like we said you're set yeah like literally lemon peppermint lavender frank like that just seems so huh okay yep (laughs) yep when it comes Mm -hmm. to skin another one that you really want to have on hand is tea tree Mm -hmm. so tea tree is most people have heard of tea tree oil just generationally it's something that has been used for so many things yeah but it's really great for your skin it's really healing and cleansing so um it can help like disinfect a wound so you mm-hmm. can help clean the skin lavender is going to help heal it frankincense is going to help like with the healing of the skin that combination of oils is really amazing um tea tree is amazing for blemishes if you ever have like any sort of breakout popping up, little tea tree on it, it'll knock it out really quickly. Yep. And That's then, right. my husband, my husband smelled like that last night. He's like, if it's not on my forehead, <laughs> it's on my cheek. And when it moved that cheek, it moved to this cheek. And like it, or he came to give me a hug last night. I'm like, whoo, <laughs> you are tea treeing it up tonight. <laughs> it's also really great for your hair. So if you struggle yeah. with like, dry scalp, itchy scalp, dandruff, adding tea tree to your shampoo can help. But also Tiffany and I both had this experience is it's really great for ears. Yes. 
So this was one of our first like aha moments when we started using essential oils. My son was one, he had had multiple ear infections and we were like on the list to get tubes. And I was like, oh, we've got these oils sitting here. What, what works? And tea tree was the oil that came up. So we would put a couple of drops of tea tree on a cotton ball and set that cotton ball inside of his ear. And we never, never went back to the doctor for an ear infection, like canceled, canceled tubes. And again, everyone's going to respond differently. Everyone has different like root causes of what's happening in your body. But Tiffany, you had a really similar experience using tea tree with ears. Yes. Um, both of my kids had, um, ear infections and we did antibiotics. Um, my youngest had four antibiotics and my oldest was up to his sixth antibiotic while they were on antibiotics. They also got strep throat. So this is how they, they are resistant to these antibiotics. Um, my son actually, it's kind of gross. Um, but his ears were so bad. They actually started growing this white um, looking like wet mashed potatoes. It was like growing out of his ears. The doctor never really seen anything like that before. So like this was really bad ear infections and we had them consistently and we were on the, the tube, um, for the ears list too. And I mean, we would have had to do that because there was no getting rid of this. And like, literally, I think that was when I met you and you're like, well, try this. And I didn't use the cotton ball. I put, um, fractionated coconut oil in my hand with one drop of peppermint. And I went around the ear, like in the front of the ear, behind the ear, and just kind of dabbed it. And I also put in um, lavender uh, just to, to help with the soothing, the aches, the pains, that kind of thing. And within a week, they were both clear and I didn't, we didn't have to go back to the doctor. And they came, they would get ear infections after. They did get ear infections afterwards, but I was so confident that it was, it was just great because it wasn't like, oh my God, now I got to go to the doctor. Now we're going to be on more antibiotics. We have to do this. And, and um, just having that to go to right away and taking care of it in two to three days. Because like you said, when you do this, you can, you don't even do it just once a day. You can do it multiple times a day and you can, it, it was it was the game changer I needed to really get on the oils and say, wow, these are, these work. Um, I get, you know, we all need to have our, our game changers, you know, um, what, what is it that, that worked and why are we, we there? That is my, my, my oil gig (laughs) because, because of how magic, I I don't like to say that word around, but like how magical it was, it was like, I was defeated. I was a hundred percent defeated. I mean, when you're putting your child and he was probably four or five at the time on six different antibiotics and nothing was working as a parent, that makes you sick. So to be able to find something that actually worked and, um, it was care of it naturally. Yeah. 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 Yeah, I think that's, that's the amazing part, um, is just to have that empowerment yeah. yeah. Like I am, I'm not at the mercy of the world right now. Like, mm-hmm. and even if it doesn't work, like whether it's us as moms to be like, I have something I can use for my yeah. kid or for myself to feel like I have some semblance of control in this situation, yeah. but also for our kids, I love using oils for my kids with their emotions. 
Like mm-hmm. it gives them their control back. Like, okay, let's grab an oil. A lot of times it's lavender. There's other oils we can use for emotions, for calming. Um, my son has an oil we call Brave that he, anytime he's feeling like just unsure, he's like, I need my Brave oil. Like it gives them some control back. Sure. Yeah. And the other piece of that too is like, yes, there is an investment to essential oils, especially if you want to get what you do, a quality essential oil. You don't want something that smells like peppermint. You want peppermint. There's a difference. Something that smells like peppermint is not going to do all the things we've talked about. But so there is that upfront investment of having these on hand. But when it comes to like that ear infection, it cost me about 12 cents worth of essential oils to take care of my kids' ears. Sure. Yes, I had and how many times? Hand. And how many times did I take care of that child's ears? Like by five. And then right. I would have went to the doctor five times. Mm-hmm. And I would have paid for that that antibiotic five times. Mm-hmm. And then the side effects of the antibiotics, but I only got side benefits. So I know that's where you're going, but I got excited. Yeah. <laughs> that's just it. Is having them on hand can make a huge mm-hmm. difference. And just to clarify, these essential oils are not going to like cure, prevent, or treat any disease. They're a tool in our toolbox. This does not replace like medical care. This is not medical advice. We're just mm-hmm. moms sharing the things that have really worked for yeah. us. Right. Um, but I can't imagine going back to a time when I didn't have them as my first line of defense. Yeah. Yeah. Um, a quick question for like the topical use. Um, as you've talked about, people can't see this, as you talked about like using it for headaches, like putting it, I mean, you did talk about it though, like putting it on the roof of your mouth, on the back of your neck, on your temples, like when you're talking about the ear, all that sort of thing is the always trying to get it. If you're using it topically in like near the area where you are feeling like some sort of pain, discomfort, have some sort of symptom. Is that the goal or does, does that, is that ever not the way to handle it? Yeah, I would say if you can like point to a place and say this thing hurts, then that's where you're going to put your oil. We never want to put oils directly in our eyes, our ears or our nose. And that's why we're using when we were talking about ears, we're using a cotton ball so that the oil isn't in direct contact with the skin. Sure. So we never want to put oils directly in those places. But otherwise, feet are always a really great place to put oils if you can't like pinpoint an area or put an oil directly on that area feet are a really great place there's reflexology charts showing how your feet actually align with different places in your body if you're not sure just rub it all over a couple swipes of a roller ball or lotion on the bottom of your feet Um, otherwise your spine is another really great like general place sure Mm mm-hmm Makes sense. Okay. What else do you have for us here, Chrissy? I was thinking like, since we're getting close for time, like what are your three, like if people walk away with anything, what are your like one to three, like key takeaways for us? Um, Number one has to be know the quality of your oil. Like you can get yourself into lots of trouble. You're not going to get results. If you're going to do it, do it well. So find an essential oil company that you trust And even better, if you can find a person to work with you, to answer your questions, to help you figure out like, wait, do I put this in my ear or on my foot or on my, like under my tongue? Yeah. If Mm -hmm. you can have someone like walk you through all of those things, develop a protocol for you, 
that just makes life a lot easier. So know, know what you're buying. Sure. And I think that can generally be applied to all situations of everything, right? right. Yes. <laughs> um, cheaper is not always better. Um, and then number two is same thing we've been saying all day, use them. They don't do any good sitting on your shelf, like baby steps. Like you don't, if you have all 10 oils, you don't have to use all 10 every day. Sure. Like pick one, make it a routine, make it a part of your world, and then find a new thing to add into that routine. Sure. Yeah. So, and going to that, when you said that, you're like, don't just keep them in the box in the closet. Like how we keep our, our Tylenol in the closet, like that's, but put it where you're going to use it. So if you want to use your peppermint for your, your headaches, put it by your Tylenol. So when you go to the Tylenol, you see the peppermint and you're like, oh, I'm going to try that this time. Cause you're re so put your oils where you're going to use them, not just put away. Absolutely. Yeah. And I love things like organized in a box, you know, yeah. like, um, but yeah, my citrus oils stay on my kitchen counter so that I can add them to my water. Just make, make it easy for yourself because buying them and then putting them in a cupboard is not going to do any right. good. Out so of sight, out of mind. <laughs> yeah. You have to use them to make them work. Um, but don't get overwhelmed one small step at a time. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. Before we do our wrap up question that we always ask when we have guests, we do want to give you an opportunity to talk just like a little sketch about how people can reach out to you and like contact you if they are interested in a all things essential oils and B just like living like a healthier lifestyle. Because as we mentioned at the beginning, you are a nutritional therapy practitioner um, so can you, we'll include this in for listeners, we will include this in the show notes, but can you share just a little bit about how people can contact you and what your favorite, um, essential oil brand is? So the best place to find me is on Instagram at Chrissy Seibel and there it is, we're talking about all things like habits, <laughs> basically everything we talked about, like taking small steps. We're talking about food. We're talking about oils. So all the things in my world, you will find at Christy Seibel on Instagram. I also have a separate Instagram called at Christy Seibel oils that basically walks you through a, basically a recap of what we just talked about, Sure. but it's just like a class all on Instagram. So nice. if you want to really dive into oils and get an overview, that's a great place Mm -hmm. to do that you can mm -hmm. also check out my website chrissyseibel.com perfect and there's um information about working with me with nutritional services working with me for essential oils I offer some group coaching things so that has all of my information and in terms of essential oils we only use doTERRA in our home yeah but if you want to ask questions feel free to reach out to me I'm happy to chat through whatever questions you have oh. oil related love yeah. it and I just want to like you will not be disappointed you will be um guided and you will get the the right information and if you need more help like you are there like it it's I'm super 
um, grateful to have you as a, um, an oil coach and just like have you in my life for, for all things. So, um, just so you will not be disappointed. (laughs) Yeah. Thank you. Lovely. All right. As we wrap up ladies and the question, like we always like to ask when we have a guest on, um, is what is one thing you've done this week to choose you and prioritize yourself? Do you mind going first, Chrissy, or do you need a sec to like think and one of us can go first? <laughs> no, I, I can go first. Well, yeah. I, this week I were on Wednesday. I have not worked. This is the first like thing I have done this week. Mm. We took our kids to Wisconsin Dells for three days. And I like literally don't check my Instagram. It hasn't been updated in a little while. Like I literally <laughs> checked out. Love it. So that doesn't happen very often in my world. I'm juggling multiple businesses at the same time. And so it just, kids are heading back to school next week. So it was a get away. And I really checked out and it was awesome. Love it. Mm, Nice. Love it. Do you want me to go next or do you want to go? Go right ahead. What did I do to prioritize myself? You know, whenever this question comes up, I'm like, oh, darn, have I? Yes. <laughs> it is and we know what's coming up. Like, I know. And it's Wednesday. I'm trying to think, although it's like the last, the last week. Okay. Do you well, want to know? No, I know. Okay. <laughs> this might be, I don't know. Not everyone may, how I prioritize myself. So I have a kid, a kiddo leaving for college next, next week. He's not going far. So he'll still be very close. But with that said, he's asked for my help a lot in the things he needs and to prepare. And I've really been distancing myself from that process and encouraging him to do these things himself. So like, oh, you need, like, there were some things we went and bought for his dorm room and all of that together. Um, Cause you know, mom had the credit card. <clears throat> and like, when we bought a laptop, we did that together. I wanted to make sure that he was, I mean, a laptop is not a small investment. Um, but some of like, just the like normal everyday stuff, he was like, you know, please, please, will you help me? And I was like, no, I think you need to do this yourself. Um, and so that is like one way that I really was prioritizing myself because this transition, um, it's not super difficult. I mean, it's difficult of course, but like, I already have to share them with their dad 50% of the time. So him not being around a lot, isn't new, um, but just really just encouraging him to step out on his own and not have his sense of urgency become my problem with everything that I have on my schedules too. So, Mm, yeah. Yeah. Um, well, I'm going back to this weekend because this weekend we had, um, we, we went to like a fair cause this was like our one fair time and, um, we got to do whatever we wanted. And normally when we do it, I'm like, ah, but we can't eat that because that's kind of expensive. And we're only going to have one meal and we're going to, I'm going to bring food from home so that we, we only spend so much money. We got to do whatever we wanted this weekend. And I know it sounds kind of weird, but like, that's not how like my, I was brought up. Like I was brought up to, you get one thing and that one thing, like I got everything. I got funnel cake because it's my favorite. And we got cheese curds because, oh my God, who doesn't love cheese curds? I mean, we're from Wisconsin. And we got to go on, we got the unlimited wristbands for the rides, which otherwise we probably would have done two rides. 
we got to go for hours. And then um, the kids got their first derby experience, um, car derby experience. So like that was super, super fun. And then, um, I don't know, it was just a really fun time. Like not having, not, not putting the expectation of we're only going to spend this little bit of money mm. and we're only going to have this little bit of fun and um not that we can do it all the time but we made the choice to do that so yeah love it mm-hmm. look at all of us taking care of ourselves <laughs> yay an example of how at least this time I can say that I'm practicing what I preach <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, thank you again so much, Christy, for being here. Thank you for all of you listeners. Subscribes and follows for um, podcasts, especially new ones, is so super important. So please tell your friends, please um, subscribe, please um, follow um, on whatever platform it is that you use for your podcasts. And we thank you so much for being part of our, our audience and part of our community. Yes. And thank you, Chrissy, so much for being on here today. It was so much fun. Thanks for having me. (laughs) All right. Take care, everyone.